Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby Be Better. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Back for another round of NFL talk. Um, it's a little hockey talk, you know. Flyers suck. <laughs> uh, we lose to a 0-10 team. I uh, gave them their their first win of I think of the season, um, honestly. But a lot of uh, a lot of Interesting games this past uh, Sunday, Thursday, and Monday in the NFL. Um, but I want to start off talking a little bit about Notre Dame. Just absolutely, as my phone goes off, <laughs> forgot to put it on mute. Um, how they absolutely did not show up for this game. And, you know, me and King have talked about it uh, a couple weeks ago about how we're just Every year, it just seems like we have on paper the team to do it. And we just can't get out of our own way. You know, we go up against Clemson, who's 4-4. Four and four. We had two losses, I believe, at the time. And lose by, what was it, 14 points or whatever it was. Um, I'm calling it right now, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I text King about this, if... No matter how the rest of the season goes with Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman's got to be on the hot seat next year. This is two seasons in a row. You had a very good defense. Um, this year, you finally had the quarterback that uh, we've been looking for for quite some time. And a running game that the past couple of weeks, we just got away from so I don't know if it's a Freeman thing where he 
you know, being a defensive minded guy, obviously he's not calling the the offensive plays. Is he not putting any input on like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should go with, you know, this type of play or, or something. Maybe, you know, maybe they got to get rid of their OC. Because when you have um, our big back, uh, uh, oh, his name's, uh, I can't think of his name right now. But he was in the Heisman talk earlier in the in the year. He's just, you know, he's a junior. I believe he's, they're already talking. He may be a top 10 pick this coming draft. And you just decide, no, we're just going to worry about passing the ball. And Hartman's just been terrible these past few games. Ever, actually, ever since the Ohio State game. USC game, you know, he had his, his flashes of not so good. So, I mean, he was he was okay there too, but other than that, he hasn't been that good. And, you know, this, this t- 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 that, this what really breaks it for me is that this team really had probably the best team on paper in years. And we just squandered it away for whatever reason. Um... But that's my little rant about Notre Dame. Uh, college football rankings came out. And, you know, I bring up the rankings, uh, playoff rankings, because of the whole Michigan thing going on with the, the, the sign stealing. I don't think, as far as the sign stealing goes, I don't think they should punish Michigan. I think if anybody, obviously Stallion should be punished somehow. I don't know how they would do it since he's not working for Michigan anymore. Um, but Harbaugh. Harbaugh should be punished severely somehow. Now, granted, you know, I've said on, on the show a couple times, probably even when uh, the Houston Astros thing was going on, everybody is stealing signs in every sport. Baseball, football, you know, sure there's signs given in hockey or, or you know, uh, words that are like their little translation type thing of how a play should go. You know, everybody's always stealing. It's just that Michigan got caught. Houston got caught. And the reason why I say Michigan shouldn't be punished because these kids, I'd be willing to bet, didn't know about it. Or at least maybe a couple of them knew about it. Because if you really think about this, and I think it was um, AJ Hawk brought it up on the Pat McAfee show. If all the players knew about it, every team has some type of disgruntled player, whether it's you know the the sixth string quarterback, you know bitching about why he's not getting playing time or whatnot. If all the players knew about, someone would have been the whistleblower first. And went right to the NCAA and say, hey, here's who knew. Here's how far up this goes. And as of right now, that hasn't been the case. They're still gathering information and this and that, the other thing. Now, I think the Big Ten did say to Michigan, you have till 
the end of the day today, Wednesday, to respond to these allegations that we sent you. Otherwise, we are going to do something about it. And the reason why I say Harbaugh is, I mean, obviously what happened to Penn State with Sandusky and Joe Pa is far worse than what's going on in Michigan. But Joe Pa knew about it. So if you if you knew about it, or even Northwestern with the, the hazing that was going on, if you're a head coach of one of these college teams and you know what's going on, you should be putting a stop to it. You are basically the GM of that team. You you hire your your coaches, you are recruiting or trying to sign players, you are making GM type decisions. So if if I was the NCAA or Big 10, yeah, I, I would I would severely punish Harbaugh. I, I don't know if I would say ban him. I mean, it does sound like he's on his way out of uh, Michigan anyways. There's a couple uh, NFL teams keeping tabs on him, see if he's interested about coming back. But I would severely punish him. And this, and, you know, no slap on the wrist because he already uh, served a three-game suspension for basically giving money to or giving bribes to to players uh, to sign with Michigan. So, I mean, he, he already is showing signs that he's just willing to break rules. But the thing with, with this whole Michigan thing is I don't think anything's going to happen until the offseason. And by that point, Harbaugh will be gone. He'll be moved on to, you know, the, the Bears or the Commanders or one of the other teams, maybe even Carolina. You know, it sounds like Carolina may be on their way of uh, firing Frank Wright if he can't turn a team around, which is idiotic because Carolina is such a young, young team, have no players. How do you expect a coach to have a good season like that. It just doesn't happen. As far as, so, you know, and kind of circling back to playoff rankings, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and um, I get the fourth team. Oregon, maybe? Can't remember. But that, that's why I, I don't think you'll see anything happen Unless, say, Michigan loses one of these games before the playoffs and has no chance to get back into playoffs, maybe they'll come out and say, oh, okay, here, here's the punishment. So that's my little opinion about what's going on in Michigan. I, I think it's stupid that they're wasting all this time. You have all this evidence against them, supposedly. The longer it goes, the, long, the, 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 the more it makes me think they have nothing on Michigan. And this was all a waste of time for everybody.
past Sunday NFL, a lot of uh, interesting games. You know, we had the, the Dallas Eagles games, and I'll, I'll get into that in a second, obviously. But Daniel Jones, man, he just cannot catch a break. Tore his ACL uh, out for the year with, you know, his, the first game he came back after that neck injury. And, you know, our buddy King's pretty upset about it. You know, he's, he's pretty much mailed in the season for the Giants. He's worried about the, the Devils now. But I keep seeing, you know, there was some fans made goodbye videos to Daniel Jones and this and that. And I just don't understand why. You know, one, I don't know how the contract's set up. I don't know if there's going to be dead money if they were to try to trade him or release him. Um, but the Giants front office has done nothing to help Daniel Jones. And that offensive line, you know, being in the NFC East, obviously I get to see them twice a year, every year. King obviously sees them every game. It's been a good decade since they had a good offensive line. I don't care who you put back there. You could put Pat Patrick Mahomes back there with those weapons or lack thereof and that offensive line. He wouldn't be Patrick Mahomes. He would be freaking uh, Tommy DeVito or whoever, whoever the, the new uh, starting quarterback is going to be. You need to build an offensive line. If there's one thing that, that has shown over these past couple seasons, maybe even the past decade, you win games in the trenches. If the offensive line is better than the defensive line, they're going to do good. If it's vice versa, defense is going to win the game. And I found it funny. Like this, this was like kind of like a conspiracy theory type thing for me. That when Daniel Jones was out for these past couple games, last week Evan Neal was out. They they didn't start him. You know they said he was hurt, but I mean, come on, <laughs> he he plays so shitty. Why why wouldn't you think he was? It's a, a healthy scratch type thing. And then Daniel Jones' first game back, you put him back in there at right tackle. You know, so it's, it's just sad to see. I, I, you know, Daniel Jones, I think, is a good quarterback. We've talked about him here plenty of times. Compared him, his stats to Lamar Jackson, um, other quarterbacks, uh, Josh Allen, and he's up there with them. He just needs probably a, a, a fresh start somehow with a good offensive line and one or two good weapons. You don't need to be Miami with uh, Tyreek Hill or, or Waddle. I mean, it helps, but you don't need 55 weapons on offense to make a, a quarterback look good. He could do it on his own with two more playmakers. Barkley, he's good. He's always hurt, though. So you can't bank on him. I mean, look at Jalen Hurts. You got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. We had Dallas Goddard until the Cowboys 
purposely broke his arm. And I don't care what anybody says. If you watch that video, he, uh, the Cowboys defender was twisting on his arm as he's going down. Um, it makes you wonder, would Marcus Mariota be the same record? Which I don't think so. I, I just saw this on Twitter. If, if Mariota had the same weapons, would it be the same record? And if it was Jalen Hurts without those weapons, would it be the same record? But Jalen Hurts is obviously the better quarterback, and he may not have the same record that he has now, but it would still be pretty good. If the Giants can get out of that, that contract, hopefully they'll do something right with Daniel Jones. And send him to a team that may, you know, maybe have a good offensive line that's already there, or a team that has weapons, and just give him a fresh start because I, I still think he could be a good quarterback. The other news that uh, finally happened, I was starting to question why he wasn't getting signed. Carson Wentz is back in the NFL. He is playing, well, he got signed by the Rams um, because Matthew Stafford has a, a injury going on right now. They're not sure if he's going to be playing, if he's going to be back, not this week because they're on a bye this week, but the following week. So they signed Carson Wentz as a backup because from what I heard and seen on Twitter, the backup that started this past week is not good at all. <laughs> um and I, I was wondering why Carson wasn't being signed. I don't know if, if it was maybe him trying to hold out for more money or saying, I'm only going to sign as a starter. But he hooked up with John Gruden. And we all know John Gruden's a hell of a coach. I mean, he had a little bit of drama there in the Raiders organization. But if there's a, a, a coach out there that could help turn somebody around, that's that's definitely him. And then you put him in that offense with those weapons. You know, you got yeah, uh, Paca or however however you say his last name. Um, that offense is is electric, and you got and Carson Wentz if he could still play. If he if he's smart and doesn't get frazzled, he's still got the arm that he could you know throw it downfield. He he's when he's on, he's smart with the ball. He doesn't force stuff, but that's the problem is making sure that he just stays controlled and don't make those frantic plays. Now, as far as the Eagles Dallas game. You know, you guys probably th would think I'm like ecstatic that we beat Dallas and um, we have a two and a half game lead up on them now. I wasn't thrilled about the, the win. I mean, obviously, I was happy we won. You know, I don't want to see Philly ever lose, let alone lose to the, the Cowboys. But that game was just sloppy all around. Sloppy for the Eagles, sloppy for the Cowboys, and sloppy for the refs. And for you Cowboy fans out there saying, oh, the uh, the refs gave it to them, and look, at here's a video of, of the one ref hugging Bayard for more than 20 seconds, and blah, blah. 
How about um, the touchdown that they try to call as a touchdown until it had to be replayed? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made made a mistake there, and then calling the two point conversion right in front of the ref. Oh, he stepped out. Okay, yeah, we messed up there. Like, come on. I mean, I'm not saying all the plays the refs were trying to give the, the Cowboys. I'm sure there was a, a couple plays that we got, but just sloppy all around. And now we're out. Um, Dallas Goddard, he's out a minimum of four weeks. He'll be on IR with a broken forearm. Uh, Nakobe Dean, I just saw, he's starting to get labeled as the, you know, fragile. Um, he was out earlier this year with a, I think a shoulder thing. Now he's out with a Les Frank injury, which means he's probably done for the season. But we got to figure something out with these corners because terrible. If our defensive line cannot get to the quarterback, we're fucked. We have a couple, you know, we have two good linebackers, but that's it. Um, Slay only could do so much. I mean, he he's, he only could play one side of the field. So we're almost forced to try to put up 30 points a game. Offensively, it just, you know, I, I may be a little bit harder on them than in the past. And I didn't realize it, but. You know, if you look at their strength of schedule, they have the hardest schedule in the NFL this season. So, I mean, they're still putting up 28 points, 30 points a game. Still kind of have the same stats as last year. The only thing that really bothers me is that we don't we don't get the, the running game going. You know, we, we tried Rashad Penny this past weekend. He had a couple of good runs, good hard runs. DeAndre Swift is still productive. Excuse me, still productive. Almost handed the game back over to Dallas if it wasn't for our rookie right guard. So maybe this um, this bye week came out at a good time for us. You know, clean some stuff up. And the one the one thing I do want to bring up because you know I, I do listen to New Heights. I don't know if you guys listen to it at all. Sometimes I'll watch it if it's on YouTube. Um, Travis Kelsey asked his brother, what were you screaming at the Dallas player at? And turns out he wasn't saying anything. He was laughing at him. And he, he recreated that laugh on, on the podcast. If you, if you follow them on uh, X, um, he recreates it there. And I'm telling you, this dude is a psycho. <laughs> and I, I love him. You know, it's, I'm going to be upset the day when the day comes that he has to retire. But... It's just it's just funny, um, but we're on the bye this week. Not sure about the Giants. Flyers still suck, but hey, we're in a rebuild mode here. Um, but other than that, I mean, should be a, g- a good slate of games this coming week. I know we, ha- I, I, you know, I haven't or when King is on, we haven't really done our picks uh, the past few weeks. Still working out the computer issues. Um, so hopefully we'll have King back on soon. 
But I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, but before I go, make sure you guys head over to our sponsor, Dubby Energy Drinks. Um, I know King usually ha- is a lot better at this than I am, but no sugar, you know, in it. Um, very healthy. I drink the the Monkey Madness Hydro at work. I also drink the Calio Cream at home. Um, it's like an orange cream uh, drink. Um, they release new flavors. They're working on more products. So you want to make sure you head over to w.gg and in the promo code at checkout, make sure you use ST Sports 18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off of your purchase. Um, if you guys want to show your appreciation for the show and want to make a, a donation to us, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash ST Sports and you can buy us a, a coffee or even a beer aka just like a little donation um head over to our website staytunesports.net as well you can find all of our social media links there for x and facebook and you know all of them so um head over i think we i think i have the youtube channel on the website too as well so make sure you click that so you could go guys could go subscribe to it you'll get notifications of when we have new videos coming out or if we're live so we're getting there. I know it's towards the end of the year here now, and we're, we're a little bit behind the eight ball of our goal of really putting out the videos, but you know we're getting there. And I know we still have another month yet, but 2024 is going to be a, a fun year for us. We have a lot of plans, and hopefully you guys will be you know sticking around to uh, follow us on the on this journey. So until next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.